Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Well, well, on Monday episode, we just we were just about to do some small talk with each other before we started recording, and we just said, well, no. Any small talk we've got, we can put in the episode, because it's content. Well, we realised that, that literally any time... I mean, before we did this podcast, we knew each other. This whole thing is right? small talk, isn't it? Really? And we knew each other, and I suppose we would sometimes talk about things with each other, but now we can't. We literally cannot afford to do that no. unless we're recording it. So... <laughs> It's because it's all because it's wasted. I mean, it's like if we were oil barons, so if, if we were J.R. Ewan and Cliff Barnes, <laughs> right? Or it'd be more like Bob and J. Bobby and J.R. because like they owned it together. Yeah, and did, just yeah. go. Do you fancy an oil fight? Yeah, like where we just get we get some super squirters full yeah. of our premium crude Texas oil and just square each other just for fun. Yeah, you'd be like, well, isn't that a bit of a waste of oil? Where we could be selling that. <laughs> To car owners, <laughs> right? Or the government. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. That's so exactly we're like the Ewins of podcasting. We are. And, yeah. and small talk is our crude oil. I can imagine somewhere down the line, maybe, I don't know, five or six years from now, where we're completely jaded and worn out from this and we'll just come on the call together and just go, Ugh, and then press record. Mm. <laughs> Start. Yeah. This mm. is Top Flight Time Machine. Who the fuck well, so- are you? Sometimes, you know, we might have the instinct to say, for instance, hi, how are you? How was your weekend? <laughs> but then now we realise if we do that and we haven't yet pressed record, then we might as well be getting money <laughs> yeah, and like literally time. setting fire to it or flushing it straight down the toilet. Yeah. You Cynical, and, perhaps, but there you go. And we're not idiots, right? <laughs> well, as we're I always things. say, <laughs> I might be stupid, but I'm not thick. <laughs> or maybe it's the other way around. I know I'm one of those two things and not the other one. Ah, oh, well, there you go. A um, little bit of update um, on a, an ongoing situation, Sam. Um, we had a fella who, who tweeted us to say that you uh, described the Madonna gondola video song as like a prayer instead of... Yeah, like I, and virgin. I felt gutted. And he, yeah. and he was incorrect, uh, so we slitted him a bit on the podcast and, um, yeah. and then he... I, 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 Sort of pointing this out to him on Twitter as well, and then he came back again and he, he suggested we might have edited the podcast to make it sound as if he hadn't said like a like a prayer. So <laughs> yeah, I, we've I, really I, gone I, to I, those I, lengths. Just again, he, you know, he doubled down, so I just told him again to fuck off on Twitter. Um, yeah. Short short story is he's uh, he's been in touch and he's cancelled his uh, <laughs> IFS platinum subscription. He's flounced. He's 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 flounced. done a flounce. He's flounced. This is one of our first, this is certainly one of our best flounce. I mean, I think it's our first ever flounce. Well, it's it's a performative flounce. Not only has he flounced, Mm. he's also told us about it. So, uh, yeah, exactly. 
But so, the, what worries me is he's done it specifically so we'll see, talk about it, which we're doing, well, so he's here's, won. He, here's, I'm going to try and turn this negative into a positive, Sam. Here's what I'm suggesting, right? Um, mm. Anyone who signs up for the AFS Platinum between now and the end of Friday, um, we get in touch if you're interested in this and you've just signed up this week. Um, we will send you a, a, a voice message insult as a welcome yeah. aboard gift. So oh, can, that's such a great idea. So we'll, we'll claw back that, that subscription that we've lost from the flounce. Of, I'm not even going to say his name. The the, the flounce, um, you know, we'll, we'll try and claw it back. Johnny and, and, Flounce Flounce, that's what Johnny I call flounce, him. Johnny Flounce and we'll spread a little bit more uh, bile and uh, negativity around. It's, it's funny that he he says he was, he, I mean, he must have liked the podcast enough to have subscribed well, I'm sure to, he did, yeah. to the yeah, well, IFS. He, he says, it was my favourite podcast, but here we okay. are. <laughs> okay, so th- this is yes, amazing. Here we are indeed. So it was his favourite podcast, so you would imagine he would be aware of the tone we mm. adopt with our listeners, especially those who try to criticise or undermine us. You'd think so, wouldn't you? And <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I mean, that's a bit much. I mean, I like banter <laughs> yeah. as much as the next fellow. I mean, no one could accuse me of lacking a sense of humour. <laughs> I, I was voted funniest chap in the class at school. But this is beyond the pale. Now, it's all very well and good when you you guys are hauling <laughs> the piss out of other people, but not when it comes to my door. That's when yes, I draw sir. the line. Now, c- come on, chaps. It's just not cricket. Uh, I simply pointed out an error Sam had made with regards to a famous Madonna video. <laughs> uh, you corrected me, but you have yet to provide satisfying evidence that you didn't then subsequently go back and edit the podcast. <laughs> Because we're that desperate to score points, mate. That's what we do, isn't we're, it? Yeah. Mate, we're rolling in it, right? <laughs> we are, we are podcast like emperors, right? We've got the idea. Least, I reckon the, we've got at least four people who are now racing to subscribe just to get a, a vid, a, an insult message. If if you think if you're a regular listener and you think that I care about making about accuracy on this podcast, <laughs> right? Although I've got much pride about presenting myself as someone who knows lots of things, right? <laughs> then uh, you just must have been listening to the wrong fucking podcast. I think you must have got us muddled up with that QI one where they're obsessed with facts. I mean, yeah, you know, it's strange. That you, you would think that I give enough of a shit to go back and re-edit a podcast. But... Whatever, we've lost you, but I love this idea for one week and one week only, personalised messages to every brand new IFS subscriber. And listen, if we get four, that's great, but we're committing now, so if we get 100, we'll do the fucking 100. We might not be able to get them all done by the end of the week, but you will get a personalised fucking message, right? And and the way uh, way to access this is to, once you've signed up, is to message us through the Patreon um, messaging service. System. So that we can, so they can run a check on your credentials. Yeah, we'll get a security check uh, mm. run on you. We've got people who do that sort of thing for us. Yeah, just as Andy says, access lawyers. the Patreon interface, which <laughs> is what I call it, and um, then vis a vis the interface, that, that we is... will we will crunch the numbers. Mm-hmm. We, we're always crunch it. We'll crunch the numbers. We'll put and, the numbers in a sack and take them out the front and crunch them with yeah, the terminator. And then if you check out, crunch, you're going to get crunch. an abusive, uh, a personalised message to us that is likely, highly likely to be abusive. Oh, it will be, yeah. If there's yeah, any any, can... any facet of your personality you'd like us to focus on, mm. 
you know, we'll do specialised like big nose or a small willy. Anything like that, yeah. Any like a lifestyle <laughs> ailment you've got, or, anything. Yeah, at all. or yeah, like you don't like tea, for example, <laughs> or you or you you always order fish cake. Like when you're at the chippy, just or yeah. like fish cake is your standard order. Anything like that, yeah. Just give us some material. If you don't give us material, we'll easily come up with something we're quite creative when it comes to. Yeah, abuse. just send us a photograph of you. Or send, That's just, right. Just it's link re- us to your Facebook page, and we'll find something yeah. on there. It's um, no, that sounds what like hard calling, work. Actually, no, we're not. We'll not it, do that. It, it's IFS Big Week. Capital we're do B in research. Back, capital B, capital W. Big Week. Big Week. Uh, it, it will happen every year from now on, yeah. if we slash any of you remember. Um, this week, starting on, what is it today, the 5th, 5th yeah. of July? 6th, 6th of July, something like that. 6th of July. 6th of July. 6th of July. The, this, this week, every week Until will be called Friday. Big Week. Big Week, where mm-hmm. for on a four-day run, Big you get personalised messages. Big crazy giveaway. <laughs> crazy sale, crazy TFTM. price. With the FDM, and we've gone crazy. <laughs> We're giving it all away. And it will forever be remembered when we look back historically and do Big Week every year. Mm. We will always remember Johnny Flounce Flounce Johnny as the Flounce man Flounce. who inadvertently started this new uh, marketing exercise. <laughs> I mean, uh, gift to our listeners. <laughs> So if you want to know more about the IFS, go to tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings, I think it is. Or just have a look at tftimemachine.com and you'll find it on there and uh, we will insert And you'll get personally. all the Roy Keens, all the Roy the Rovers. Oh, I mean, um, if you're enjoying the Melchester the Odyssey, you get something like 25 more episodes that haven't gone public yet. Just behind there was the a, it's, it's quite in, indulgent and meta and wanky to discuss this, but don't care, going to do it anyway. Good. Uh, someone did a vote for their favourite sort of sort of like time machine um, characters. Oh. I voted in it. <laughs> um, Which I voted. For, I voted for, for Roy Race. I think yeah. Roy Keane won. Right, but I derived the most pleasure from the Melchester Odyssey, and that's why I think. We'll never stop it ever. No, never. No. There's so much to explore. If it stops, we stop. Yeah. If it, if it, if we do get to the point where we've run out of issues to go through, we'll then start doing podcasts about the Melchester Odyssey episodes. Yeah, we'll go Deep back and review our own podcasts. The gentlemen of Honour, we've we've had quite a few different suggestions for gentlemen, gen, uh, sorry, humans of honour, humans of honour, and uh, one of the ones is what's his name, who's on very much on Twitter, uh, one of the creative, one of the masterminds behind Roy the Rovers. Yeah, I know who you mean, but I feel like that will be crossing the streams a bit, Ghostbusters I style. Th- well, and also I think that he's probably, you know, obviously he's a. Uh, someone who we admire a lot but I think if he heard our material he might find it confusing and think that we're taking the piss Yeah, which uh, we're not me, me and James Brown interviewed him once on the late tackle on TalkSport and I don't think he's the kind of fella who'd be that massively into the Belchester Odyssey to be quite oh, yeah was he quite serious about it yeah of course he is Throwing the Rovers it's like it's yeah his, I mean why baby. wouldn't he be it's he's, a great I mean I, I hope that we haven't belittled it because genuinely we do really enjoy Roy the Rovers as it is. We've embellished it just for to be silly because <laughs> we're a pair of cunts. Well, I mean, it's the sort I've, of thing we do. I've I've gone out and I've gone out and bought every 
issue from 1979 to 1986. I'm fucking Listen, invested in this. We went on a day trip together to a fucking Roy, Roy of the Rovers exhibition at the Football Museum in Manchester. We did. And we had our luggage with us because we were staying the night, but we couldn't wait to drop the luggage at the hotel. We went straight from the station to the fucking place and hauled around massive suitcases whilst looking at Roy of the Rovers fucking old Roy of the Rovers archive. That's how into it we are. Yeah, exactly. And have you seen that the uh, someone tweeted the other day the nineteen uh, seventies one book which we're going to do next? That's currently going on Amazon for about thirty six quid. And that's because of us, isn't that's it? Because of us. That's the Roy of the Rovers effect. I don't think that's um, of us, that I, is. I, I don't think Sir John Roy of the Rovers gets any of that money. But you know, it's just an indication of how influential we are in terms of sales of a book where there's only about I don't know ten copies available somewhere. But uh, I had a great uh, suggestion for Humans of Honour. If, if you haven't heard Humans of Honour, by the way, listeners, uh, I think that's also exclusive to IFS, isn't no, it? No, it's, is it not free for everyone? Oh, is it free? Yeah, it's free, yeah. all right. Well, hopefully you have heard it then. We've done two episodes. We basically pick out heroes and interview them about mm. their lives and careers. Um, so we've done Stan Hay, who wrote a lot of the FIFA World Cup films. Been watching some of them this weekend, by the way. I've gone back to the old FIFA World Cup films. And... Um, also, Mick Talbot from the Style Council. So yeah. we really derived a lot of pleasure from both of those. And I was thinking what we haven't had yet is I feel as if the next Human of Honour should be a lady human. I was just going to say that, yeah. It feels it's a bit cock-heavy uh, so far, doesn't it? It feels a bit cock-heavy. So obviously there's a huge amount of candidates, huge amount of women we um, admire. Dennis Wilkinson emailed us to suggest Tracy Ann Oberman. Now, Ooh. Tracy Ann Oberman uh, is... Um, the actress who plays Auntie Val in Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. And she's very glamorous. And she was and also Dirty Den's wife in EastEnders. In EastEnders. She's a brilliant actress. Um, I don't know much about her other than, you know, her most famous roles. I don't know much of her as a mm. human. But it is appealing to me. He just says, may I suggest for female content that you approach Tracy Ann Oberman? She's in the podcast game herself and has a high Twitter profile. Well, there you go. Mm. So. Is that, is that the, the, the main reason why we should do that? He hasn't suggested. He says, think of the IFS numbers. You think? I suppose maybe he thinks it'll be a good cross-promotion. We have to yeah. see... But well, I'll, I'll, well, let's make the approach and see what happens. I mean, we're both big fans of Friday Night Dinner. Well, I mean... I've, Although, I've got... I, who I have a crush on is the mum, Jackie. Yeah. Played by Tamsin Grieg. Yeah. Is that, is that how you say That's, it? I, Greg, I don't know. Yeah, I have. I mean, she's brilliant in that role. Yeah, um, and I find her really attractive in it. Yeah, and it was my older brother switched me on to Friday Night Dinner. I texted him about it. What about six episodes in? And said, like, I really, really fancy Tamsin Green. And um, and actually, I don't in any other role I've seen her in. It's just as this character, just this one, as the very mumsy character. Um, he said he's more into Auntie Val. And I've done a little bit of searching around online and Auntie Val seems to have a big male following. Does she? And their website's yeah. devoted to Auntie Val. <laughs> I think it's that sort of a situation. But for me, it's Jackie. Um, but nothing beats Martin Goodman. Martin Goodman, I think, is the embodiment, really, of of uh, Top Flight Time Machine Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, definitely. He combines so much of what we all stand for. I mean, it's it's weird because I watch it with me son, who's 12, mm. and he he thinks the two sons in it are brilliant. They're the best thing in it for yeah. him. Yeah, they annoy uh, me. 
Well, yeah, the annoy me intensely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Martin is clearly the greatest thing about it. But it's you know that, yeah, that's that's just, the joy of it that you know different. Everyone's got so a different thing. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like my son loves Jim, who obviously no, is well, the yeah. most overtly comedic character yeah. in it. And actually, he does quite a decent um, gym impression. <laughs> but he does it to my cat. You know, he does that, hello, Wilson, and then he sort of flinches and yeah. grabs his own crotch. Yeah. My son, Len, does that to the cat, Nelson. He goes, hello, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Very good. Um, yeah. Right. Um, right. That's that's about half the episode gone of... of- just fucking insulting people, offering stuff, yep. and just all round nonsense. Talking about um, things. Do you want to have a look at the uh, the prediction league update? Um, yes, I do. You do. Well, the results results spot was the winner this weekend. He got five. Really? A few one nil. Really? A few got, one nils was there. He got Southampton one, Man City nil. Wow! Neither he of us saw that. that. No one else could have saw that, but he saw it. Um. um you and me both got two points each, Sam, so still an 11-point mm. gap for you to close. Yeah, it's going to be a tough fucking ask, <clears throat> really tough. Mm. But I suppose stranger things have happened. I mean, I feel that since lockdown, I've, I've, there was an opportunity for me at the when, we, when the league restarted, but I just feel I've been out of practice. I felt like I hadn't been doing... I, said, I told you I'd been doing some off-season predicting, mm. But I don't think you can recreate the actual match environment on the training ground. Yeah. And I felt I lost that edge. You'll remember I started the season well because I adopted the high press. Mm, mm. Do you remember? I do. Whereas last year I'd, <clears throat> I'd used the total predicting I, I've been system. making some notes about your performance in the Prediction League this year. Which oh, yeah. I don't think it's very wise for me to divulge them at this point. But once the season's over, I'll, I'll I'll have some things to say about how you've um, how you've approached it this season. But um, mm. as I say, now's not the time because I couldn't. I can see I've face. lost that sort of edge, but that can happen with complacency. Jalapeno. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. I think it was... um. Who was it? I think it was Lippi when he was manager of um, Juventus mm. in like the 90s, noughties, I think. Juventus had a really good team that kept winning the Champions League. Uh, Lippi, Lippi cunt, I used to call him. He's a Lippi cunt, isn't he? And uh, Ferguson said, he said, you know, what Lippi's philosophy is, is when he's built a team that's won the league and the Champions League, mm. he basically rebuilds because he thinks that when players have achieved that amount 
they're always going to lose 1% in motivation. And you always want a team that is dominated by players who are hungry to prove themselves. Yeah. But if they've already won. And so Ferguson, of course, didn't do that. He tweaked the United team as he went along, didn't he? On the That's whole. That's right, yeah. Whereas Lippi with Juventus, he used to do quite major wholesale changes whenever they'd succeeded. Yeah. Right? I do that when I play manager career mode on FIFA. I tend to rebuild teams pr- pretty much every summer. But that's only because doing the transfers is the fun bit. Um, but uh, I feel that I Lippy was right and that I've lost just that little, even if it was just half a percent this season in comparison to last in terms of my predicting skills mm-hmm. whereas you still got the hunger because it, it was I could tell it, it hurt you a lot last year mm-hmm. when I won especially as you'd led for half the season I'm, I'm trying not to comment but a lot of what you're seeing resonates let's just say that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. got a bit flashy yeah got mm-hmm. a bit flabby perhaps mm-hmm. do you know what I mean oh, that's I it. sort oh, that's of like I wouldn't say I let myself go but I probably gained a couple of pounds in weight <laughs> celebrating mm-hmm. last summer and maybe I didn't lose those pounds as quickly as I should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has slowed me down. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not... also, when I, for me, you know, different people, you know, when they gain weight, depending on who you are, you might gain it more on particular areas. Like some people, oh, it goes to my thighs or it goes to my arse. <clears throat> With me, I actually get quite a lot of fat on the brain. On the prediction side of the brain. Yeah. It, it, it fattens, my brain becomes fatty. And then the predictions and, and all of the thoughts and ideas come out a lot slower because there's sort of a membrane, <clears throat> a bit like the jelly you get around um, meat in some canned meat. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's maybe, what my I mean, maybe like. as, as, as a celebration of winning last year, maybe you just had a few too many chip ball Thursdays to kind of, yeah. you know, over the summer. I announced it to might the kids, your dad is the predicting champion from now on. We're having bowl of chips every Thursday yeah. from the chippy because that's the way champions should live their lives. And maybe one or two on a Sunday as well that you snuck in that you probably yeah. shouldn't have done. Chip Sunday. Yeah. Your dad's a champ. <clears throat> Basically, I don't know how familiar you are with the Rocky films, but you'll see at the beginning of Rocky Four, he's become, and it, I think it happens at the beginning of Rocky Three as well. He just, they keep showing out when he gets successful, he gets a bit too flash and he embraces the celebrity a bit mm. too much and then starts neglecting the basics that got him there in the first place. I can relate to that a lot. Yeah. I used to enjoy watching Ski Sunday and I think Chip Sunday would be a nice replacement for that, but I don't know what form it would take as a but televisual thing. Was that David Vine presented yeah. Ski Sunday? And that well, fantastic he's dead, theme I think. tune as well. I I definitely use that for for Chip Sunday. Yeah. Oh, you just hello, hello, and welcome to this week. We are live from Brussels, where the annual chips and mayonnaise contest is taking place. Our British representative is Sam Delaney from the popular podcast Top Flight Time Machine. He'll be taking on the reigning Belgian champion, <laughs> Virgil well, uh, von well, Nascat. Well, hang on. I mean, this feels like a TV format, Sam. Chip Sunday, me and you going for a bag of chips with a celebrity on a Sunday. <laughs> <clears throat> and eat a bag of chips for half an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love it. In, in a different sort of interesting chippy. Hello, is that around Dave? Around the country. Yeah, we've got another one for you. <laughs> 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 ah, 
<laughs> now, like One I said dip. in the newsletter last week, all our formats are going straight to YouTube now. That's where the money is. Of course it is. The money and We're not the sitting control. in front of some... We're not sitting in front of some Oxbridge fucking ponce, mm. right? You probably don't even own earn it. Probably grew up in a house that didn't have a TV in it because they all had to fucking read books in the evening instead. Mm. And he's gone off from his fucking fancy school where he had to wear knickerbockers. He's gone off to Oxford, right? He's met a load of other cunts. And then they've decided when they left that they don't want to work in banking. They're going to go into the media. They're going to get jobs in television because it's more of a laugh. You get a nice office and you get to work in the West End of London. <laughs> and they've started commissioning TV shows off their other fucking mates they met at university. And then two cunts like us who grew up doing nothing but watching TV at all come in with solid gold content hey, ideas hey. like like Chip Sunday or Blankety Cunt. And they're like, I don't think so, no. I think I'm going to get Sandy mm. Tomsvig to do another series of QI. Quite interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting idea, but can I ask you one question? Where did you school? Where did you school? <laughs> Shiny rock. And they always say the same thing to me. They always go, and what does what does that, that man next to you, what is he saying? It's like when we met Julian Fellows and I had to keep translating. <laughs> Is this your monkey? What is it? <laughs> what is that you brought with you? <laughs> that's my mate. Oh, that's nice you call him Thanks a mate. The but what, what is it? <laughs> that's just my mate, eh? With the podcast together. What's he saying? He, he's saying he liked the programme you made, Mr Fellows. Oh, that's lovely. How did he understand it? <laughs> Does he watch it in his cage? <laughs> I have some bells in my suitcase. Would you like would you like some bells to play with while we're chatting? <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm so concerned. When I was young, my father had a pet monkey, but it would masturbate constantly. Now, during this meeting, your pet your pet your monkey won't begin to masturbate, will it? Well, I mean, I doubt it. I never seen it, but I can't rule it out completely. You never know. But I don't think it's likely. <laughs> He's not done it before. And does he fling his feces about? <laughs> well, who doesn't at one point or another, mate? You know. <laughs> Sometimes when the fancy takes you. Good times. Uh, Dennis Wilkinson's the one who suggested uh, Tracy Ann Oberman. He yeah. sent another email saying, I live, in, I live in front of a Victorian graveyard. All right. It's impressive, isn't it? It's good, that. Is that um, it? Is there more? No, there's oh. more. Although oh, that okay. would have been a brilliant email in itself. Yeah, it would have that been would have been right. worthy of reading out. <laughs> I live in front of a Victorian graveyard. I can sell you Reggie Perrin names, meaning names if we want to drop oh, our identity. Of course, identity. it goes in, writes down the names of dead children. And, and I think the reason this came up is because we... That was it. Jolly Flounce Flounce. I said to him that he should delete his account yeah. and his own identity and Reggie adopt Perry. the identity of a Victorian child mm. and then just live a new life. And that, I think, is what encouraged him to flounce flounce because in yeah. his flounce email, didn't he say, I thought it was fair, I thought it was fine, although a little OTT, what you said, said on the podcast. He said, he said the, the, the roasting on the pod was justified, if a bit OTT. A bit OTT. Well, thanks for the feedback, dickhead. Yeah, I mean, you know, because we're well known for our measured tone, aren't we? 
I'm sorry that we that we let you down there. Right. Anyway, that's why we were talking about. It. And Dennis Wilkinson's got right involved. His ears pricked up. I don't think he's emailed us before. Fucking Dennis Wilkinson's this, and he's going, "Aye, aye." These couple of lads are on the lookout for some Victorian dead Victorian some children to take the identity off. Well, old Wilco's the man. <laughs> Come Finally. to Wilco. One-stop shop for that sort of I thing. I knew I'd be useful to these lads one day, and that day has he's come. Written, he's, he's written, I can sell you Reggie Perrin names, child victims of diphtheria extra. <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, he's, he's done a picture of of the front of his hat, ha- like the front view from his house out the front window. Yeah. But it looks like a school, not a Victorian graveyard. Oh, but anyway, it's nice of him to attach evidence. Oh, I hope this isn't going to go horribly wrong. It's slightly creepy. Uh. Um, but anyway, thanks for that, Dennis Wilkinson. We may be interested in some Victorian uh, identities. Yeah. Um, I mean, when are we not we interested? Ever need to, but, I mean, we're not shutting down our identities yet, but there's every chance that we'll have to at some point, and it would be good to just have some already up our sleeve so we yeah. can do it quickly, you know? Yeah. Good. Uh, we were doing the predictions, weren't we? Shall we uh, try and do oh, yeah, something okay. for this week? Yeah. Uh, okay, there's 11 matches between Monday and Thursday, inexplicably, because the fucking Premier League just doesn't seem to want to stop. Um, so here we go. This is what the random uh, fixture prediction blob has come out with. Uh, first of all, Watford versus Norwich. A very much six-pointer, this one. Uh, I'll go first if you like. I think, I think Norwich are done. I think Norwich, Norwich's nerves are shot in defence. Yeah. I was watching the other day, and every time they get the they get the ball near their own goal, they're just petrified. I think Watford will bully them uh, here, and it'll be two 0 to Watford. Yes, unfortunately, I think you're right. From West Ham's point of view, I want this to either be a draw or a Norwich win because you know Norwich. I'm just writing off either way. But unfortunately, I think follow Norwich... Follow your heart or follow your head, Sam? That's the question. I think they're giving up. So I'm going to say 2-1. Can they score a goal? No, they can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to just mirror you and say 2-0 to Watford. Got to go with what you believe. Troy Deeney's going to score two. I'll let you go first on this next one then. Uh, Arsenal versus Leicester. This could be tasty. 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 to Arsenal, Sam says. Um, Leicester's uh, form slipped, hasn't it? Uh, uh, well, uh, I'm going to go 2-2. A thrilling 2-2. I fancy there. Interesting. Uh, Everton versus Southampton. I'll lead with this one. Everton, Southampton. Um, hmm. Not a lot at stake for either team. I'm going to go 1-1. I'm going to say 2-1 Everton. Oh, that's bold. That feels like that could be a three-pointer there for you. Don't know. Um, <clears throat> Crystal Palace versus Chelsea is the next one. Um, nil one. Chelsea nil to win one. that one now. Chelsea to win that one. Uh, uh, we'll go for 2-1 to Chelsea. And finally, Manchester City versus Newcastle. Of course, they played each other in the FA Cup quarter-final recently. City won 2-0, I think, didn't they? Uh, I think you're going first on this. I'll go first on this. All right, okay. Um, 3 0 City. I say 3 1 City. He thinks Newcastle are going to get a goal. Very interesting. Right, that's the predictions. They are now locked in. Um, 
I think that's kind of about it for this one. Um, I can wrap it up with a dream that someone sent us. It's quite Um, funny, even though Dreams is a band. Go on then, quickly. All right, dickheads. Thought I'd try my luck with some dream chat that involves you two, although I know it's banned. Hey-ho, here goes. I've just woken up from a fucking fantastic dream. (laughs) What? I mean, how mad is it that he's had a dream featuring us and then he wakes up and immediately writes us an email about it? I've just woken up from a fucking fantastic dream where I somehow ended up at Sam's house, but it seems I've gone back in time because Sam and Andy both had long but wispy balding hair. The house was more like an antique slash bookshop. And yeah, that's what my house is like. And he, he lived with his dad. Andy didn't speak. You're not to speak. So Andy lived with... Me and my dad, but was it, but was not to speak. <laughs> Andy didn't speak, but when Sam spoke, he had the voice that he uses when he mimics himself talking when he was younger. The only, is that that one? <laughs> dad, look at my long wispy hair, Dad. The only other thing I remember was Sam slouching around on a chaise long. Yeah, sounds legit. Being spoken to in an authoritative way by his dad. Yep, yeah, sounds legit. As Andy stood behind Sam, looking like a naughty schoolboy. Nah, Andy would have been straight out there once my dad started giving it the big one. He'd have thought, fuck this. Really strange, and I'm not sure if it has required content for a mention, but I just hope it gives you a chuckle, like myself. P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth. Has been killed by the cunters, so ask them to pack it in. What? What? Cheers, lads. Keep up the top pod in regards. IFS Cunter Andy G. Why have, we, why have we got to pack it in? We're fucking flogging t-shirts that say I've got an ice cube in my mouth. We're well, not dropping I've got an ice cube in my mouth. Enough's enough. Yeah, I, I've got an ice cube in my mouth. We'll live forever. Fucking cunt. The bloke who gave it to us, I've forgotten his name. It's him and his mates who invented the whole thing, they've been doing it for like 10 years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, that ended badly. <clears throat> well, that's the end of the episode. We're going to play it with some music. <clears throat> so, excuse me. As a tribute to Ennio Morricone, the Italian composer who's died. Oh, who, of yeah. course, did all the spaghetti westerns with Clint Eastwood in, and he did Once Upon a Time in America, Untouchables, Cinema Paradiso, Hateful Eight, uh, uh, The Mission, Days of Heaven, etc., uh, etc. Et Absolute genius film soundtrack composer. He knew but, what he was doing, oh, wasn't he? he? Oh, yeah. I mean, when, you, when you'd ring him up, He'd, he'd give you that vibe that he knew what he was oh. doing. He'd give you a, br- you give him a, you try to give him a brief. We were, hey, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I'll have it by Thursday. Right. All right. First off, hang on. Let me get a pen. What's the film about? And don't fucking just tell me what it's about. I'm not, not interested in all your fucking bullshit. Just the, one or two words. Cowboys, is it? Right. Right. Cowboys. Thursday. Okay. No problem. No problem. I'll have it to you. I'll do a, what I'll do is I'll do you a long version and a short version <laughs> and then after that Pick you can favorite. use them however you want cut down the long one if you want leave it as it is I'm not, I'm not asked. but Thursday probably by 11am because I'm out, I'm, out I'm, I'm bowling Thursday afternoon I do that crown green bowls now and that starts at 1 o'clock on a Thursday so I'll have it to you by 11 Thursday morning uh, that's guaranteed that's an Eddie O'Morricone guarantee anyway yeah. uh, What's your name again? Quentin, is it? <laughs> Fucking weird name, but anyway. Fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, in 1978, Morricone uh, composed 25 minutes worth of music for an Italian TV series, which was called Invito alla Sport. 
and it was a 13-part series about sport. And right. it's fucking great. So here's a little bit of the first thing from that. And that's the end of this episode. Tara. See ya. Did you get it? Oh, it's Enrique. Did you get the music that I sent through? <laughs> no, it's just I hadn't heard back from you, so I didn't know what, what to think. I've got other projects. I want to know if you've got any edits that need doing. I'm not if you, you like don't, it or not. I don't give a fuck, but I just want to know you've got it. I'd appreciate some sort of fucking confirmation of receipt. <laughs> it's fucking professional standards, isn't it? <laughs> It's it's courtesy fu- too. Yeah, fucking common basic courtesy. manners. Don't be fucking rude. <laughs> That's how I got where I am, not being fucking rude. And I'm starting That's to feel people- like I want to be a bit fucking rude with you. Yeah, I uh, I will treat you as I expect to be treated. But if you do not reciprocate, then I will comp you back. Where did I school? What do you mean? Where did I fucking school? Fucking school. <laughs> <laughs> school you can't I can't remember the name of it we didn't even, it didn't have a name we just called it school we just went <laughs> just went going to school it was, it was over there in the corner of the village we just went it's called the school <laughs> fucking hell 